It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Thursday morning in July at Wax 104.5. That means more summer activities as we get closer to the fairs and the country jam kicking off later today and all kinds of things. Lots of chores to do this morning here on the Farm Show on Wax. Bob and Jill with you. You are up at uh, Barron County. They're getting the animals weighed in, and uh, looks like they're ready for a good fair. They are ready for a good fair. I got some updates. They're, when they weigh in, they do their ultrasound at the same time, mm-hmm. so the whole audience can see what all the readings are, and I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, they have a neat uh, scale system, an ultrasound system, and the TV screens are face right out so the people can sit right there and watch it but it looked like they had a good number of animals they did their sheep numbers are way up they've got uh 64 sheep were registered and in the hogs were about the same and the steers numbers were up a little bit they said they were real happy with the numbers that they had all right so i think the the uh, lamb judging was last night i believe and i think uh i think now i'm not sure the whole schedule did you get the schedule and well, the pigs and the beef show today, right. and dairy show tomorrow. All right, and the lambs obviously were last night then, so again, we'll try and get some of those results for you to see how the young people are doing up there, and of course, the market animal sale, I believe, is Saturday afternoon, is that right? Saturday, starting at 1. All right, so that's going on up in Barron County, St. Croix County Fair. Maybe a bigger deal over there is that Brent Wink will be cooking hamburgers today and tonight in the, in the Knights of Columbus booth over there. So stop in and get a, a good hamburger from Brent. Maybe he'll uh, make an extra special one. For, maybe there's a Brent burger over there. Maybe they've got a Brent burger in the KC Hall at St. Croix County. So that's going on. Lacrosse Interstate Fair also going on. So again, plenty of things to do. And of course, Country Jam will start later today. So what's the weather for all that? We'll tell you. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. How about a weather forecast? Let's do it. Courtesy of Marquardt Motors. Marquardt Motors, you know, has the area's largest pre-owned inventory with pre-owned selections arriving daily. Check them out at MarquardtMotors.com or drive through the lot at Marquardt Motors. Today it's going to be a beautiful day. About 84 sun, some breeze out of the northwest, so I don't think we're going to have much for humidity. So a great day to go to the fair, go to Country Jam, whatever you want to do. Just get out and enjoy something today. Tomorrow it'll get a little hotter, about 89, partly sunny, and later on tomorrow night and into Saturday morning, could be moving some rain into the areas. A better chance of rain on Saturday, about 88, so it'll be hot. Then back to uh, partly sunny on uh, Saturday, on Sunday and Monday, and temperatures going to be in the low 80s. It's 66 degrees right now in the uh, Chippewa Valley. These guys going to be worth your attention. 5:15 tonight at the Jam Country Jam, and they will be on stage 5:15 this afternoon, right at happy hour. That's a good time, isn't it? Hey, it's a minute after 5 already. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. Let's get some news. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. 
federal prosecutors have rested their case against Steve Bannon after calling just two witnesses. Mark Mayfield fills us in. He was found in contempt of Congress for ignoring a subpoena from the January the 6th House Committee and ordered to stand trial. Jurors heard testimony from the committee's chief counsel, Kristen Emmerling, and FBI Special Agent Stephen Hart. Prosecutors summed up their case, saying he just refused to follow the rules. Bannon's defense argued the whole thing has been fueled by politics. I'm Mark Mayfield. With monkeypox cases on the rise around the globe, the World Health Organization is set to hold an emergency meeting today. The goal is to determine whether to classify the outbreak as a global health emergency. Former FDA Commissioner Dr. Scott Gottlieb warned recently that the window for controlling the monkeypox virus in America has probably already closed, and the next stage is likely that it becomes endemic. President Biden is headed to Pennsylvania today. He'll be in Wilkes-Barre to talk about the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act and how to build on it to further reduce gun violence. This after a House committee began work Wednesday on legislation that would ban certain assault rifles and another bill allowing lawsuits against firearms manufacturers. The nation is being hit with a devastating heat wave causing record temperatures across the country. Sam Brock spoke with an elderly Texas woman. 83-year-old Eva Cooper in Houston has seen her energy bill spike up nearly 200%. Well, I run fans. We don't even run the A.C., because it's just too expensive. She says things have moved beyond miserable to downright unbearable. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, a beautiful day in the Chippewa Valley to get out and do some things on this uh, Thursday of Fair Week and Country Jam Week. 84 sun, northwest breezes should keep the humidity down. And then tomorrow it'll get hotter, 89, partly sunny. And later on in the night, it looks like some clouds, maybe some rain moving in. And again, chance of rain on Saturday with a high of 88. Then Sunday and Monday, partly sunny. Low 80, 66 in Rice Lake, 63 in Medford, Wausau 67, Marshfield 65. Beautiful morning out there. Lacrosse 68 at 67 over in Green Bay. Madison Sun Prairie at 69. The warm spots, Milwaukee at 74. Here in the Chippewa Valley, Eau Claire, Chippewa Falls area, very pleasant, 66 degrees. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual Insurance is rewarding their farm policyholders for their loyalty and commitment to Wisconsin agriculture through their farm dividend program. The farm dividend pays up to 5% back on your farm premium. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn how you could qualify. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And once again, of course, Rural Mutual Insurance uh, bringing us our market information. And Jill, where are we at on the livestock numbers? Choice fed beef steers are 135 to 148 and a half with mixed at 90 to 134. Choice fed beef heifers are 133 to 144 with mixed at 90 to 130. Choice fed Holstein steers are 120 to 131 with selects at 86 to 116 with cows at 70 to 91 and a half. Bulls are 74 to 110. Butcher hogs are 83 to 99 with sows at 61 and a half to 67. 
Boars are 27 to 29. New crop market lambs are a dollar to a dollar 10. Feeder lambs are a dollar 10 to a dollar 95. Ewes are 75 to 125. With small goats at $10 to $135. Medium goats are one forty to two hundred sixty two dollars. Large goats are one hundred twenty to one hundred thirty one hundred thirty six dollars. Oh, three hundred sixty dollars, excuse me. And nanny goats are thirty five to two forty five. At the Mercantile Exchange, live cattle mostly higher yesterday at the close. Live cattle for August one thirty five seventy five. That's up two. October one forty one thirty two up twenty two. December one forty six eighty two up seven. February 151.35, down 25. Feeder cattle were lower across the board. August closed 177.82, down 92. September at 180.97, down 82. October at 183.75, down 82. November feeder cattle down a dollar, 185.50. And January down a dollar two at 185.80. Lean hog carcass contracts, they were higher yesterday. August closing 114.87, up 205. October ninety six oh two up one fifty two December eighty six eighty five up one seventeen and February at eighty nine fifty five up eighty cents and taking a look at uh, what's happening on the board of trade again yesterday corn and soybeans under pressure with some uh, rain in the forecast that took wheat lower as well but uh, overnight there was also a little movement downward as December corn down another seven cents sitting at five eighty three this morning. Oats down six to seven at four fifty five. December wheat up one to two at eight thirty seven this morning. And November soybeans down twelve at thirteen nineteen. Soybean meal for October down thirty cents a ton at three hundred and ninety-two dollars and twenty cents. Barrel cheese up four cents yesterday, two oh five. Blocks unchanged, one ninety-seven and a half. Butter prices fell two and a half to two ninety one and a half. The near month class three prices were mostly higher. July up a penny at twenty two fifty five. August 2069, that was up 23. September up 7 at 2051. October down 4 at 2091. November up 11 at 2098. And after that, we had prices mostly lower out into next spring. As we look at the markets, almost 11 minutes after 5 here. Markets, of course, on wax. Brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. It's 66 right now. We'll get about 84 today. Should be a beautiful day. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time again for our Alcivia Co-op Talk, an opportunity for you to learn more about this agribusiness that's serving the state of Wisconsin. And I'll tell you what, everybody's been hearing it. I know that you have for sure. But there are all kinds of opportunities in agriculture today, and that's where we want to train our eye today, visiting about the different opportunities within Alcivia. And no better person to try to give us the depth and scope of opportunities than Monica Brantner. She is the Human Resources Manager for Alcivia Co-op, and our guest today for Co-op Talk. You know, that's the thing, Monica, trying to get people to pay attention to these great job opportunities. That's got to be one of your greatest challenges these days. Yes, yes, it, it, it is. Um, thank you for having me today. Um, we have many great positions open right now, um, talking to a lot of great candidates and finding the right fit for them. Um, there's many opportunities, uh, anywhere from retail management to operations. Um, we always have an opening for anyone with a CDL. 
Right. Yeah, that's one of the value areas for sure that's so important to any agribusiness. Talk to us a little bit more about the benefits of working with a company the size and scope of Alcivia. We have to remember, Alcivia literally has a statewide footprint. So regardless of where you're hearing our voice, there's opportunities. What are some of the benefits that really seem to perk up and catch people's attention? Yeah, we have a lot of great benefits uh, that we offer to employees. Um, one of them that stands out that I'd like to just touch on is the volunteer time that we offer to our full-time employees. We offer 16 hours of volunteer time per year for them to take that time to, you know, reach out uh, to something that is not for profit. Um, we participate with Second Harvest. Um, we also participate with Drive to Feed Kids, and we love to give our employees the opportunity to take the time away from work and participate with those things. So that's just a, one of the great benefits that we offer. Sure. You know, the other thing I like about what Alcivia is thinking about is you focus on your employees, not just today, but down the road, uh, tuition, training opportunities, certifications. You've got their back when it comes to thinking forward on their career. Yes, yes, we do. Um, we do like to help develop our employees um, and find the right fit for them, um, help them, you know, give them that opportunity uh, by offering tuition reimbursement. Um, so, yes, many employees do take advantage of that. You know, the other thing that I'm curious to remind people about, although Alcivia Co-op is a big server to the agribusiness community, there's a lot of consumer-related jobs within Alcivia, and if you're one of those looking more for a 9-to-5 as opposed to being out in the elements, you have really, like you said, a job board that will address all that. Yes, we do. Um, we have many positions that um, you know someone could find the right fit for right in our corporate headquarters in Cottage Grove. Um, there's also other unique positions Um Right now, we have a convenience store manager and training position that's that's open. That's a great opportunity for someone that's looking to get into retail um, to come in and work alongside a store manager and gain that experience that they need to eventually put them in, in a store on their own. Um, so it's a great opportunity. Boy, that is. That is. Now, you know, like I started our conversation off on, Monica, everybody is short on employees. Uh, what has it been like to try to go through all the interviews and try to get people involved in the process? Uh, what's it What's it like? I got to believe your stress factor as the human resources manager has been uh, staying pretty persistent. Yeah, I mean, we've definitely been very busy um, trying to work with our managers and find candidates that are the right fit. Um, we do have some good quality candidates that are applying, um, so it's always great. Um, I encourage everyone to check out our website, uh, com. Check out our careers page, um, and if, you know, if anybody's got any questions, definitely reach out. Well, and like you said, these are good-paying jobs in the rural community. That's uh, not always not necessarily a given. You don't have to go to the city center to uh, be a part of Alcivia and have a good career, right? Correct, correct, yes. Um, throughout our footprint, there are many opportunities, um, you know, anywhere from feed manufacturing operators, um, fuel delivery associates, you know, all the way down to our, our C-stores, um, there's part-time positions available if someone's looking for part-time, even in, you know, all the small communities mm -hmm. that we 
that we are a part of. And again, lots of jobs at Alcivia. Thank you, ladies, for the update on what's going on with Alcivia, especially if you got a CDL. They're looking for you. Lots of opportunities at Alcivia Cooperative on our Alcivia Co-op Talk program this morning. 17 and a half minutes after 5 o'clock, and let's catch up with some other things going on around Wisconsin. Joe, what else? Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin has reorganized its board of directors. The new board chair is Janet Clark, who represents District 16 in eastern Wisconsin. Gail Klinkner of Viroqua will serve as vice chair, with Julie Marrer of Newton being the secretary and Mark Crave of Waterloo elected to be the treasurer. Also on the executive committee will be David Bangart of Greenwood, heading the channel management committee, and Kay Zwald of Hammond leading the policy bylaw committee. And four FFA members from our area finished in the top five at this last week's state tractor driving contest held at Farm Technology Days in Clark County. Finishing second was Jacob Eckhart of Medford. In third place was Peyton Ackerman of Owen Withy with Isaac Jacoby of Loyal taking fourth, and Clayton Blasel of Abbotsford finishing in fifth place. Congratulations to all. Yeah, good job. The, the winner was a young man from down by Marshall, Marshall just east of Sun Prairie. So he came a long, long way to uh, to uh, participate in that tractor driving contest. But a good contest it was, and it was good to see so many young people there doing that they had a written test they had a troubleshooting tractor they had to drive a tractor back it up they pretty good some safety measures they had to do so pretty complete contest another success from farm technology days hey coming up potatoes how's that crop it's big in wisconsin a lot of people don't know that wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report a lot of people don't know that Wisconsin is a major player when it comes to fall potatoes. Nothing like Idaho, but we got a lot of spuds in the ground around Wisconsin, Pam. And uh, hopefully it's a good crop this year. It is a good crop, Bob, but it's one that deserves monitoring. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I talked about that with Bo Hartline. He's the operations manager for Awesome Foods. Now, he manages a lot of ground around the state of Wisconsin. And just like our corn and soybean growers, really anybody that put anything in the ground this spring, that cool, wet start caused issues. We went from a cool, wet start to 90 degrees, back to cool weather. Uh, the good news is that we're literally just days away from beginning to dig the new spuds of 2022. Bo Hartline gives us a little bit of an update from his perspective. It kind of set us back a little bit, I think. And, um, you know, whenever we, we plant our seed pieces, we, we kind of expect them to come up out of the ground within 20 to 25 days to have emergence. And a lot of fields this year were 25 to 30 days. And the longer that you that we have them sitting in the ground, the more vulnerable they are to disease and uh, to seed piece uh, decay. And, uh, you know, because of that, we, we did have some stand issues on some varieties and some fields. But uh, overall, things, you know, everything came through it pretty good. And, you know, even the fields that we know we might not have as good of a yield on because we have stand loss, I, they've actually, you know, are, are starting to look pretty good now. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, all in all, we got through it okay. You know, we, we talked about how spring started off a little bit cooler than average. Then we hit, bam, some really hot summertime weather, then back to cool. Tell people what that plant does, Bo, when it's kind of making its way through those kinds of weather cycles, not just this spring, but we saw it again after those plants had been established. 
Yeah, you know, you know, potatoes are, are, are you know are kind of strange. I would say, uh, you know, early on in their their development, kind of once they come out of the ground until they get to, you know, about right now or maybe a week or two ago, you know, roughly right before flowering, you know, you know, they tend to do pretty good with heat. Um, but once it gets to a certain point, they don't like heat at all. You know, they want to be kind of a seventy-five degree, you know, sunny day. Um, you know, all in all, I don't think it hurt us too bad whenever it's hot like that. Um, you know, the only thing is, it, you know, once once you get up to say eighty-five or above, they they do kind of start to heat stress a little bit, and um, we really worry about that once we get into into July and we've got some tubers underneath the plants that, um, you know, there's some something called hollow heart that can really affect us. Uh, you know, basically, it's called spurt. You know, it comes from spurt growing, where uh, the potato, you know, it it's, it gets too hot during the day, and so it kind of shuts down, and uh, it's not doing anything. And then it gets cools off at night, and it grows really fast because uh, it thinks, hey, it's it kind of cooled off. I'm gonna uh, kind of do my my uh, my routine here. But um, you know, overall, I you know, I think we got through the heat okay. I just mm-hmm. hope it you know kind of moderates here and gets back down and low 80s and hopefully low 60s at night. So. Now, Bo, how fast can a potato develop in 24 hours' time, 48 hours' time? I mean, again, I think that people don't necessarily understand how sophisticated a spud really is. Yeah, you know, I think there's certain times during during July and maybe the first part of August when it's kind of the, 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 the canopy's completely grown and uh, the plants kind of start to naturally senesce and they'll uh, you know, they'll start putting the, the energy that it's developed in the, in the canopy, they'll start kind of sending it down and putting it into the tubers. I, you know, you can get, I don't know, you know, a 5% increase in a matter of a few days on yield. Um, you know, it's not, it doesn't happen like that, you know, every week or anything, but there's a kind of a peak time there where that it, you know, they can really put on some weight. Um, you know, potatoes are go by hundred weight and a good yield is, you know, say 450 hundredweight or 500 hundredweight. Um, so you could put on, you know, 20 or 30 hundredweight in a matter of a few days sometimes, I think. Now, you were also mentioning to me that it's going to, weather is going to become critical yet again. You're through the flowering period for most of your fields and picking, or shall I say, digging potatoes not too far down the road. Tell people what's going to be happening then. Yeah, so we're, we are looking at starting to dig in about 21 days. Um, you know, we're basically waiting, you know, and, and hoping that the, you know, we get to the, the optimum size that we're looking to, to send to market and, uh, just hoping that the plants kind of naturally senesce. And, uh, you know, sometimes we have to help, the, help them senesce. And, um, you know, as we, you know, start to get into harvest, we'll, we'll harvest when the temperatures are, are warmer throughout, say, the month of August. Um, but then whenever we want to start storing potatoes, then we, we want the, the, you know, the nighttime temperatures to get down lower, the daytime temperatures to get down lower, uh, just to help with the storage quality of them. Uh, you know, we try to store throughout most of the year at about 39 to 40 degrees in our bulk bins. So if you can imagine, if you harvest a potato that's 80 degrees, try to cool it off to, to 40 degrees, it's, it's kind of a shock to it. So, uh, we try to harvest when the potatoes themselves are about, you know, 60 degrees or, or below before we put them into our storage bins. Um, you know, during August, whenever it's so warm, we're basically digging everything and shipping it, you know, right up to our, our wash shed that washes them and packages them into bags that you'll find in a, a Woodman's or an Aldi shelf in a few days. Yeah. And so you don't have to really worry about long-term storage. And so that that is something that we really, you know, 
once we get into September, we really need that cool weather to, to come along, and um, it does. Mother Nature doesn't always cooperate. But. Right, right. Now, are you monitoring the quality of the potatoes right along, Bo? I mean, it's one thing to look at the plant above ground, but do you, as kind of the manager, farm manager, kind of all pick, uh, pull up some plants and start evaluating those tubers? Like you said, I, you and I have talked about hollow heart before. Yeah, so we actually, you know, this week we actually started going through uh, some of our earlier fields to, uh, we call, we, we say we're doing yield checks. Uh, you know, part of that is trying to dig up a certain amount of feet of row uh, to try to estimate where our yield is currently. Uh, but the other side of that is that we do all kinds of quality checks on them as well. So we, we wash up samples, we, um, you know, we cut them open, we look for internal problems, uh, you know, trying to make sure that the actual size of the potatoes are right and what consumers want um so that you know that's kind of a month-long process again we, we just started that now and we'll probably be around to every field you know three or four times between now and the end of august just to kind of look for any problem areas and just to kind of examine how the overall crop is coming along um as well as like you mentioned hollow heart that's a big problem for us uh you know sometimes if if we see hollow heart increasing in a field we can uh, kind of target that one to dig sooner. And again, that's Bo Hartline from Awesome Foods. You don't hear much about hollow heart, do you, very often when we talk about crops, but it just shows the diversity of Wisconsin agriculture. So many things going on in Wisconsin, and a good place to be for agriculture. 66, 84 and sunshine today should be a beauty with some northwest breezes taking some of that humidity away. Markets next. Rocky's going to join us from Premier Livestock and Withy. 5.30 in the morning, and we've got 66 degrees, 84 and sunshine today. Rocky Olson joins us, speaking of sunshine, from over at Premier Livestock in the Withy area. How you doing, Rocky? Doing well. Oh, that's good. That's good. So, uh, let's see. You got your kids show at any of the fairs? They, this year, no. This no, year? my boy, my boy had done some in the past, but uh, moving on to different things. Well, so. I talked to that uh, daughter of yours over at Farm Technology Day. She just soon be in the woods hunting, is doing anything, <laughs> yeah. shooting a gun yeah. at something. Yeah, Mara, she's doing softball or volleyball or, yeah, there's no lack of, uh, there's no downtime there. That's for sure. sure. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. And it's, a, it's the right kind of activities as well. Well, where are we at Thursday morning at Premier? Uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. This uh, yesterday, Wednesday's dairy cattle auction shaped up. Uh, we sold over 200 head of dairy cattle. We had two uh, tie stall herds, many reputation uh, fresh cows and spring and heifers. Uh, quality was pretty excellent. Uh, top supreme fresh cows brought 1850 to 2650. Uh, 35% of our run did sell 2000 or higher. Uh, many other good cows from 1250 to 18 and a quarter. Top Holstein spring and heifers, 15 to 2000. Uh, we sold some exceptional quality spring and heifers for 2000 to 2350 uh, The lesser quality and blemish cows and spring and heifers, 1200 and down. Next week, we got two dairy cattle auctions. Um, Tuesday, uh, we're going to have our special monthly dairy heifer auction. If you're buying or selling dairy heifers, this is the auction you want to be a part of. Uh, featuring two complete dispersals, one dispersal 66 head. Uh, most of them are going to be pregnant heifers off that dispersal. They're all Holstein, some crossbreds. 
Then we got another complete dispersal of 90 very high-quality Holstein organic heifers. 50 years of AI breeding through a full MAP program. We sold a herd of cows here. It was an awesome herd of organic cows. We're expecting over 500 heifers for next Tuesday. Then Wednesday, we got three complete herd dispersals. We got a Holstein parlor freestall herd. Uh, we got a cross. Holstein and crossbred tie stall herd, and then uh, our third herd is going to be 80 certified organic Holstein and crossbred cows and heifers. Uh, we've got many other reputation loads of top fresh cows uh, with a load of 25 uh, fresh cows and springers from Chamberlain Dairy. If you guys been coming, you know them are the very best uh, we sell, and uh, that will be for next week. Details uh, at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Questions, call us uh, anytime. 715-229-2500. We're in the country out there looking at livestock every day. And our machinery auctions coming up August 26th. You got equipment in. We're getting uh, starting to get the equipment coming in now. Uh, get it in for best advertising. So that's the way everything shaped up, Bob. You're a busy man, Rocky. Keep it up. We'll talk to you in the morning. Thank you much. There Bye. it goes. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock. We'll get Mike in here next to talk about our weather forecast. As it's fair time. It's jam time. Lots going on outside. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, as we've been talking all morning, lots of things going on now through the weekend. So what's Mother Nature going to bring our way? Let's find out. Mike Dandrea is over at uh, Skywarn 13 in the weather room. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Bob. How we doing? You're a fast mover. I just watched you. It wasn't 30 seconds ago. You were out in that weather patio doing weather on the, on the TV show. I uh, I might have run to the the weather room here. We're we're just not going to talk about that. <laughs> well, you're in better shape than I am because I'd have to be doing some uh, deep breathing to get this forecast out. But it looks gorgeous today. Oh, it's a beautiful sunrise. And now for now, we have some showers and storms towards the south, but they're very uh, scattered and they're quick movers too. So we can expect those to move out pretty soon. Otherwise, it'll give way to a good bit of sunshine and winds will start to increase a little bit out of the northwest. Not quite as breezy as we've had the last couple of days. Temperatures climbing to the mid-80s. Later on tonight, we'll have mostly clear conditions to start. Low 60s for our lows, but then some clouds may move in through the overnight, giving way to a brief chance at some showers and maybe a rumble or two of thunder before tomorrow morning. Otherwise, going into tomorrow afternoon, we'll have a good bit of sunshine as well, but that's when the heat and humidity will make a return, getting back up into the upper 80s, and dew points will hang out, again, mostly in the 60s and some of us in the 70s as well. Mostly clear conditions for Friday night. Then going into Saturday, that's when we have a better chance at some showers and storms, some of which could be on the stronger side. So keep that in mind if you do plan to go to Country Jam. Saturday night, again, we have another chance at some showers and storms before things ultimately clear out by Sunday morning. And that's when things are going to cool down as well. Mostly sunny for Sunday and Monday, low 80s on tap. Tuesday and Wednesday bring us a slight chance at a couple showers here and there, but really not warming up much past the 80-degree mark. Now, for now, we are looking at a few clouds, mostly if you look towards the north, mainly clear conditions, and a temperature of 66 degrees in Eau Claire right now. Nice morning out there. I would say so, and that sunrise, again, just gorgeous. Ah, well, I'll get on. well I missed it already. <laughs> well, technically, sunrise is at 540, so you have four minutes. Okay, well, I got the radio to do, unfortunately. <laughs> we do that inside. I suppose. Uh, I guess we got work to do. I guess so. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, Bob. Mike Dandry over there at Skywarn 13. Speaking of work to do, let's go into the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is there, and... Have you got your Country Jam outfit on yet? Speaking of work to do, I thought you would have been speaking of sunshine. There you go. I'll help you out. (laughs)
<laughs> my my uh, well, outfit a little looks sun, little sunshine too. Yeah, I'm, uh, my outfit is planned, but not as exciting as some of the outfits that we'll see on the grounds oh today goodness. when we go to jam, right? Oh, I'll tell you, it's a it's a people watching event. Oh my gosh! You wonder, I wonder if that person. Guys and gal. I wonder if they looked in the mirror before they left home. <laughs> I think there's a direct correlation, though. And what I love about it is the uh, the higher the thermometer gets, the shorter the shorts go. Oh, has been my experience. That right. That's right. Everything. It's a, it's an all-hangout affair. <laughs> It'll be a good day to start jam off today, though. Beautiful yeah, really outside. Really will. What well, else is going on? We'll start with those 715 newsroom headlines that keep us pretty close to the area today. And that begins with a water rescue. So some bumps and bruises for both firefighters and crews after floaters on the Eau Claire River pulled a group of teens to rescue after they had been pushed into a tree while tubing down the river. There were some bumps and bruises overall, but everybody expected to be okay. In other headlines, we look at the legal stage as a carnival worker from the Northern Wisconsin State Fair is in jail in Chippewa Falls in a sexual assault case. With 715 newsroom coverage, John DeMaster brings us details. A judge on Tuesday set Craig McPherson's bond at $50,000 cash. Police say he assaulted a 14-year-old girl that was at the fair. Prosecutors say McPherson gave the girl and her 22-year-old sister a ride from the fair to a local gas station. And that's where the assault happened. McPherson is originally from Georgia. I'm John DeMaster. We look around the meeting table where Eau Claire County is looking at an advisory referendum on marijuana this fall. It was green light on the green last night for county board asking voters if they think the marijuana should be legalized in the state. Now, a vote would not make that legal in Wisconsin or in Eau Claire. What it would do is kind of give the elected leaders a sense of where people are at on that issue now. Taking it to the state level and on the legal stage, we see Wisconsin suing the makers of firefighting foam for a billion dollars. You may have heard about this PFAS contamination. Governor Evers said that manufacturers have long known about negative effects of those forever chemicals. And now, as a result of their carelessness and the Republicans' inaction, we not only have polluted resources, but Wisconsin taxpayers are currently on the hook for over a billion dollars in costs to address PFAS contamination across our state. Evers was accompanied by Attorney General Josh Call. Companies named in the lawsuit include Tyco Fire Products and Marinette. Speaking of business in the state, Georgia Pacific moves ahead with its half-billion-dollar expansion at a mill in Green Bay. The company said the new addition will help grow tissue and paper towel businesses as they announced the expansion last year. The hope is to have the $500 million upgrade finished by 2024. They also say that will create about 100 new jobs, and that would be in addition to the roughly 800 people who work at the plant already. And from that paper to a significant piece of paper, a degree as a 13-year-old now is accepted to medical school. Alina Wicker was taking high school classes by the time she was 11 and enrolled in two colleges to earn two separate degrees simultaneously at the age of 12. Now she's been granted early acceptance to medical school for the class of 2024 as she wraps up her degrees at Arizona State University and Oakwood University. Wicker says she wants to focus on her main goal in life, which is helping people, and is excited about becoming a doctor to help those who lack health care. I'm Mark Mayfield. And from here in our local 715newsroom.com, we go back to the barn with Bob Jill and the Midwest Farm Show on Wax 104.5. That's unbelievable. Tell Somebody me about can be it. that smart. I know it. And I'm still paying off my own student loan, so <laughs> she's already leaps and bounds ahead of me. Oh, boy. Well, you can take a loan out from her. 13 years old. Wow. Congratulations. Isn't that's, that some good news young. to hear? Salute it really the, is. The next generation. All right. See you, Jim. You bet. It's a date. All right. There goes Morgan in the newsroom as we look at our news on Wax. 
Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Almost 17 minutes before 6 o'clock. Again, 66 degrees. We've got more news to look at. One thing I want to pass along. Farm Service Agency office right now taking nominations for the local county committee election process. And you have until August 1st to nominate someone, an eligible candidate in the county. Remember, every year, one-third of the county turns over of the uh, committee. So, uh, again, there will be a vote uh, this year. Contact your local FSA committee and their office and find out how it is in your county. But, again, August 1st is the deadline to nominate someone for the uh, next election to serve on the county farm service agency committees. What else is going on, Jill? Hot, dry weather isn't just a problem for some of the major crop-growing areas in this country. Many cropping regions across Europe are also suffering through a brutally hot summer. In fact, some parts of Spain, France, and England are battling their hottest weather on record as temperatures have reached 113 degrees in southern Spain. Crop watchers in that part of the world say it looks like it could be a disastrous cropping year as many crops like corn are now in a vulnerable stage of development. That hot weather is expected to move through the Germany, Poland, the Czech Republic, and the Balkans and doesn't show any signs of cooling down. USDA economists are making some predictions on production for next year. For dairy, they expect milk production to be up about 2 billion pounds to about 228 billion pounds after production this year was expected to be down because of heat, drought, and higher feed costs. Milk prices for next year are expected to fall about 7% after raising as much as 40% at times this year. For beef, herds are still shrinking because of drought-causing pasture and feed shortages. Production is forecast to drop about 2 billion pounds next year as prices are expected to go up about $12 next year on average to over $150, a jump of 8% from this year. All right. Uh, predictions, expectations. There are a lot of other things that uh, are playing into those uh, equations as well. And, of course, we'll see how true they are. We're quarter to six. We've got markets coming up. Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's about 13 minutes before 6 o'clock. 66 degrees out there. And it's time to hear from Amber of Barron Equity. Fed cattle, high-yielding choice Holstein steers sold from $1.25 to $1.3450. Choice Holstein steers sold from $1.15 to $1.24. Unfinished steers and heifers sold from $1.14 and down. Call cows, the top 20% sold from $75 to $83, topping out at $84.50. 60% sold from $64 to $74, and the bottom 20% sold from $63 and down. Call bulls sold from $70 to $1.06. Calves, quality Holstein bull calves sold from $65 to $140, topping out at $180. Light and poor quality calves sold from 60 and down. Beef calves sold from 90 to 180. Our next special sale with sheep, goat, small animal, and beef is Saturday, August 20th at 10 a.m. If you have any questions or would like someone to come to the farm, please contact the Barron Market at 715-537-5618. Thank you and have a good day. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 
And now it's time to slide on over to Sparta Equity and hear from market manager Hut Eamon. Red cattle selling steady today with the Highland Choice Beef Steers and Heifers, 142 to 150. The Choice and Select Beef Steers and Heifers, 131 to 141. The Dairy Cross Steers, 130 to 142. The Highland Choice Holstein Steers, 122 to 128. The Choice and Select Holstein Steers, 111 to 121. Non-finished Steers, Heifers and Heavy Steers, 110 and down. Cow market steady today with the Highland Cows, 75 to 84. The Colors Utilities, 59 to 74. And all you and canner cows 58 and down. Bull market steady with most bulls ringing 90 to 105. The thin, full, and bulls over 10 discounted at 89 and down. Caps today sold by the power with the steady market with 80% of the Holstein bull calves bringing a dollar to a dollar 85. The quality Holstein heifer calves 20 to 90. The quality beef calves 210 to 310 and a light and per quality calves 10 to 60 cents per pound. Just a reminder, our next sale will be tomorrow, Thursday, July 21st. With our special dairy and feeder cattle sale starting at 12 o'clock with dairy cattle followed by feeder cattle at 12.30. This is Hot Amen at Equity Live in Sparta with this marketing update, and we thank you for your business. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, we're 10 minutes before 6 o'clock. More markets. Let's get over to Equity Stratford. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Got a hay to make today, huh, Jerry? Well, good morning to you, Bob. No, not, probably not today. We'll have to wait and see how it, how it dries off. Probably today is about Thursday, probably Friday, Saturday. Um, I don't really think there's a whole lot of uh, rain in the forecast, but yesterday, I mean, just there's, there's probably some places yesterday that got half inch of rain, but it just kind of goes around. Depends where you're at. Yep, that is for sure, but it's going to be a dandy today. 84, sunny, a little breeze out of the northwest. It'll dry, so you might be you might get at it later this afternoon. But in the meantime... Go to work. Tell us what's been going on in Stratford so far this week. I'll do that, Bob. Thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. And a summary from yesterday, Wednesday, at Equity Stratford. We'll start with the feeder cattle sale. Uh, most of the beef steers and beef heifers uh, are heavier weight cattle yesterday, and they were selling mostly from a dollar eighteen to a dollar forty-eight. And uh, Holstein feeder steers, about all the way to the Holsteins, are selling from ninety-five to a dollar thirty-eight. And now we get into the uh, market auction yesterday on the cow market. Uh, High yielding, fleshy Holstein and beef cows selling mostly from seventy-two to eighty-four. Uh, the bulk of the cows yesterday, most of the cows are selling between fifty-four and seventy-one. Thinner cows, like carcass cows, below the fifty-two dollar money. On the bull trade, better quality bulls uh, are selling mostly from 95 to 108, lightweight bulls below 90. On the fed cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers from 117 to 130, select grading cattle under finished cattle 115 and below. On the calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves mostly from 75 to 180, uh, heifer calves pretty limited demand 20 to 40, beef calves uh, 150 to 325. And we are at Thursday already, our auction here in Stratford does start at 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, we do sell, of course, market cows today, fed cattle. Uh, market bulls will get those baby calves uh, about 12.30 or so this afternoon. And don't forget, our next uh, dairy auction here in Stratford will be next Tuesday, July 26th. My goodness, Bob. Uh, July is really slipping by, isn't it? July 26th, next Tuesday, that will be a complete herd dispersal of 40 Holstein cows, plus the springing and the bred heifers. So, And again, the owner there is retiring, so that'll be uh, next Tuesday here in Stratford. Our next feeder cattle auction will be next uh, next Wednesday, the 27th, and we do have a special bred beef cow sale coming up Wednesday, August 3rd. So if you folks got uh, bred beef cows to consign for that sale, let us know. Put them on the consignment list. We also will be selling breeding bulls also on that date, Wednesday, August the 3rd. 
So, Bob, that's what we have this morning, and uh, we'll send her back to you and Jill. And, boy, the weather forecast you were giving me just a minute ago sounds like it's going to be uh, – Bob's going to be out with the top down today driving around, folks. I was out last night. What a gorgeous night it was yesterday and probably a little bit later on. See if we can't get to a fair today and uh, fun time to be outside, that's for sure. You enjoy it. We'll talk to you in the morning. You betcha, Bob. Thank you much. Enjoy the day. We will. Jerry Fitzgerald at the Equity Stratford Barn. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And our market is brought to you by Andy's Tractor, Synergy Co-op. And let's take a look. Board of Trade, uh, prices were down yesterday with uh, some rain in the forecast and some of the vital growing areas of the country overnight. December corn down another 7 at 583. Oats 6 to 7 cents lower at 455. December wheat up 1 to 2 cents at 837. November soybeans down 12 at 1319. And meal down 30 cents a ton at $392.20. Country elevator prices... Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connersville location. Corn's at 589 with soybeans at 1403. Doomer's grain of Holman, corn's at 638 with soybeans at 1436. Very good. And on our DTN screen at the Country Elevators, Golden Plump, corn today is 641. At Baldwin, 626 with the beans at 1427. Duran and Mondovi have their corn at 627. Mondovi beans at 1427. Elmwood, 632 on the corn. Fall Creek, 612 with the beans 1417. Osseo corn, 637. Beans, 1432. And Elk Mound corn, 601. Beans, 1424. Sparta, 636 and 1468. Ellsworth, 612 and 1417. At the ethanol plants, corn today, Boyceville, 646. Stanley, 648. New Richmond, 643. Butter was down 2.5 yesterday at 291.5. Barrel cheese up 4 at 205. Blocks unchanged, 197.5. July Class 3, that was up 1 at 2255. August up 23 at 2069. September 2051 up 7, October 2091 up 4, November up 11 at 2098. And that's the way the markets look. Weather, it's going to be a dandy today. Sunshine about 84, some breezes out of the northwest, keeping the humidity away. It's 66 right now. Get up, get at them. It's the shank of the day, baby. Enjoy. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadar. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.